It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hey there, people! Welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio. Only on Se- Well, Sega Sonic Radio. Yeah! Hello! Hi! Welcome back. Yes, I am back again for another weekend filled randomness blarg. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thank you for joining. We'll have some tea, 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 tea. Or something. Anyway, I'll be doing alright. Um, yeah, it's been quite a busy week uh, for myself, anyway. So I hope your week's been uh, alright and you're ready for the weekend and ready to chill out and. Uh, Play some games. Possibly read some comics. Possibly watch some videos that in on the internet. Mainly videos of talking about cats that are stupid. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I hope it goes well. Because, uh, well, there could be nothing going on this weekend. I don't know. Because um, people don't tell me these things. Nope. Nobody does. Nobody does at all. Nope. Nope. But, um... Yeah. But I'm here to kickstart it anyway. So, for your Friday nights. Kickstarting your weekends into Turbo Gear. Uh, or Turbo Drive, even. <clears throat> Can't even remember my own bloody show. Anyway, um... I'll be doing... I'll do... Uh, I'm just mumbling now. So, yes. Let's crack on uh, with, um... Uh, for our show tonight, we got uh, Turbo uh, Source Impressions uh, this week uh, again. Uh, I, I, I think I do have something to talk about this this week. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, could be anything. Like that. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, still, still some... Cultications. I was gonna go to uh, I was going to go to the cinemas this week and uh, check out one of the new movies that's hit in the theater now here in the UK. Uh, but uh, uh, because I've been so busy this week, I've not had a chance to go out and uh, you know uh, try whatever. So <clears throat> so it's been a while. Uh, of course, that's something I can save for next week. Of course, so. Uh, People will look forward to that, to wondering what movie I will be uh, talking about next week. Mm, yes, hope you do. Hope you do like it. And um, of course, uh, coming up next, we got Sonic News Rewind. A little bit of Sonic news, not too much. So I'm gonna pad it out with some general uh, gaming news as well uh, that uh, has. Um, Recently, been getting some uh, good headlines, and uh, there's a couple that just came out uh, today that uh, was kind of uh, impressive. Uh, and of course, I've got some stories to tell you as well. Yay! Uh, random stories. Hey, fantastic! Everyone loves hearing random stories from a random dude on a random in- internet uh, radio show, live cast show, wherever the fuck you want to call it. But anyway, <clears throat> um. Ooh, do, 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 do. Yes, and of course, if you're probably wondering where I am in the IRC chat room, I'm not there because 
the I, the Java IRC chat room. It's working. It's like I'm on it. It's just it's not connecting. And this is probably, uh, and I'm going to probably explain to you. Um, currently, TSS as a whole is currently uh, slowly migrating into a new uh, server right now. So uh, some features are probably going to be unlocked, uh, like, are going to be locked out and some things are not going to work uh, while that is while that process is in you know in motion so you can you can listen to SSR which is a fantastic thing but you can but for in my case I can't get onto the IRC because it's not uh, the IRC uh, chat room so I'm pretty much in the dark but of course you can uh, contact me through my email um which is turbo at sonicstadium.org. And for for one listener who was uh, who sent me an email last week who requested a song, uh, I'm terribly, terribly so- sorry because uh, my email regarded that as spam for some reason, and normally that doesn't happen. So uh, to make it up to that one listener who re- uh, wanted to request a song, and he actually asked me a question... Is I'm gonna request uh, I'm gonna put on as a song to take us into Sonic News Rewind, uh, Supersonic uh, or yeah Supersonic Riders is it? Uh, I, I'm need to double check that um, from uh, Sonic Riders. Oh Sonic Speed Riders, sorry, um, which is from the Sonic Riders uh, uh, official soundtrack, and. It's a very short song, so it'll take us quickly into uh, into Turbo Drive Live Sonic News Rewind. And he also asked that uh, if I was legally going going to get the Sonic um, uh, Sonic Riders uh, Sonic Free Riders official soundtrack um, for uh, Turbo Drive Live. And the answer to that is I already have ages ago when I first ordered it on. Uh, or first ordered it from Junsunoi.com, uh, where um, uh, Junsunoi was uh, selling. Oh, excuse me, selling some of uh, some of the kind of like uh, works that he's done on CD form. So obviously, some of the CDs that he was producing, like Sonic Free Riders, uh, and um, uh, the other one. Um, his obviously his self-titled stuff like uh, the works and uh, uh, crap. I think he had another one. I think it was like, what was it? The works and there had to be another one. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But um, <clears throat> but no, uh, he was selling them on Junsenoi.com. I was gonna get. I wanted to get it at the time uh, at that time. So you know. Uh, so it's all all fine and fine and dandy, all all uh, peaches and cream. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, I do have the Sonic Free Free Riders official soundtrack. Um, so by all means, if you want to uh, request a song from that soundtrack, by all means, I do actually have a legit legitimate CD copy uh, available to be played on Turbo Drive Live. So don't worry about it. And in fact, I will be playing you a song from that soundtrack later on in the show. Um, just to prove that I do have it. Uh, so, um, time for Sonic News Rewind, I guess. There's a little 
little to talk about, but of course, I'm going to pad it out with some actual news stories from the gaming gen- uh, the general gaming industry news and, uh, you know, hopefully make some uh, fun out of it. So, here we go. Here's Sonic Speedriders uh, from Sonic uh, from the original Sonic Riders here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio, and of course, not much going on. Yeah, I know it's 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 common. Obviously, it's uh, it's been a slow week for Sonic News this uh, <clears throat> this week, and uh, we're going on here. Uh, I think I already talked about this last week because this was covered in uh, Sonic Rex or some random random people. Some random people on SSMB have been tweet. Uh, Posting about it or uh, tweeting about it on twi- Twitter and whatnot, and uh, oh yeah, by the way, if you want to contact me on Twitter, uh, um, just uh, find me on the at tag at uh, at Turbo XLR, all in capitals, so you can find me very easily. Uh, yet, yet to me- set up a actual Turbo Drive Live one, but hey, never mind. I'm, I'm just gonna work on it. But <clears throat> uh, anyway. So yes, uh, the first Sonic Generations gameplay footage of Chemical Plant Zone uh, has uh, appeared, and uh, both classic and a bit of modern, I think. But it's been mostly classic footage, and uh, yeah, it does it does look like that of the original uh, classic um, Chemical Plant Zone. The only problem with it is um, the, the 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 kind of like the uh, it was like um, they're kind of like ah, uh, uh, what's what's the word? Uh, motion, I think it is, uh, or the the whole the whole whole feel of it does tend to be a little slow, cause well, yeah, 
but uh, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's actually tried for the game. Is obviously trying to jump on top of you know you know the zig the kind of like up and over kind of like bit. Don't know if anyone's tried to kind of like jump from the lower one or jump from one that's going up and down, up and down onto the other which is going up and down. I don't know um, because obviously that's something. Something that was obviously easily done in the original, mainly because it was all 2D and whatnot. But it's questionable. I don't know. Maybe hanging a set. Personally, I just go on the first one and just go, just blast through it. Um, but yeah. But speaking of Sonic Generations, because there hasn't been enough of that, because it's the only game that's gonna be coming out over the next couple of months. Um. <clears throat> You will be able to play Sonic Generations and Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games at a US tour in a mall somewhere. Yeah, Simon Mall's uh, Simon Mall's gameplay tour apparently is the the big thing that's happening in the US where you get the chance to play Sonic Generations and Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games during their little uh, tour across the states. Yes, so uh, good for you. And of course, our you know the the European uh, people will get uh, their own taste of uh, Sonic Generations as well at uh, this year's Gamescom event and Eurogamer Expo. Although the only the only other thing the only other thing that they haven't talked about is MCM Expo, which is another big expo for games and anime and uh, uh, whatnot, uh, cartoons and comics and whatever, um, which is kind of disappointing because that would have been a cool cool thing to see and you know, see Sonic Generations and Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games being at the MCM Expo. But, uh, yeah. And finally, uh, actual official news from TSS, anyway. Um, Official Nintendo Magazine has posted a full fan interview with Takashi Izuka on their website. uh, With uh, fan questions, uh, asking about uh, the 3DS version of Sonic's Generations. Which is fair, fair enough, because not much information has been clarified for the 3DS version of uh, the game. And uh, many people would like to know. And I can easily, easily, easily kind of like uh, say, yeah, we would like a little bit more information about the 3DS version. Like, for example, it's not going to be half-assed, is it? You know, just just because it's a brand new system, you want to get people into the brand new format so that you can get all those brand new games being bought by brand new people. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, if you want to read the full interview, the link's on TSS, so uh, fancy, you know, pop on and fancy a look. Uh, right. Uh, what else uh, have we got here? Many people talking about shit. Um, yeah, the only problem with Twitter right now is obviously Sonic Tweet has returned! Yes, it has returned and has come back in full force. So, uh, which is uh, quite annoying. Um, I I really hate my tweet tweeter tweet update being indented full of Sonic tweets, uh, Sonic tweets uh, malarkey and whatnot. Um, 
Oh yeah. Uh, with um, that said, uh, oh yeah, there has been something that's been popping up on the uh, the Sonic Stadium message boards, uh, talking about a post or a talk with uh, COO or, or CEO and president of Sega West, uh, Mike Hayes. Uh, who has gone on to say that uh, Sonic 4 Episode 1 has sold 1 million copies as uh, of the game um, all around, yeah, you know, around the world. So 1 million, un- 1 million downloads of Sonic for- purchases, purchased, purchases, purchases, 1 million purchases of a download that of. Sonic 4 Episode 1 has happened. Yes. Um, so that's quite impressive. And he goes on to tease that there will be more, there will be new information of Sonic 4 Episode 2 in the near future. What a cock tease. Because, <laughs> frankly, the whole thing with episodic gaming is that the episodes come out at a decent time. One such example was, of course, Back to the Future, which had a good, good window of kind of like releasing episodic content. But a bad way of doing it is the Half-Life way. And, of course, Half-Life 2 is a prime example for how episodic content can be wrongly done by making games, you know, you know, making episodic games in more of a three-year gap rather than, you know, six-month gap or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, with um, that all said about, you know, my case and whatnot, let's move on to something else uh, in terms of the video game. And, of course, I was talking about Valve. So, guess what, people? People who've loved and have overjoyed the usage of uh, Counter Strike Source uh, on um, Valve's PC, you know, PC kind of like Steam servers and whatnot, and PC in general, will be glad to hear that there is a uh, there will be a new Counter Strike game called Global something out of it. What was it? Global Operation? Uh, um, global op- offer uh, offenses or whatever. Or, uh, or so uh, it's it's basically shortened it at, down to uh, CSGO, so it's a CSGO. Um, oh, it's global offense. That's what it is. Uh, that's the subtitle for it. Meh, okay, but uh, yeah, that is pretty much um, an, uh, you know a new done up version of uh, Counter Strike. Uh, which will also be making its appearance on the consoles, which is going to be quite interesting because, okay, obviously a lot of the PC crowd will be going, No! It's a PC-only game, you bastards! You shouldn't be putting it all on the consoles! Why? Why? And to me, I and for me, I'm just going to uh, elaborate my kind of like uh, reaction to... You know, Counter Strike, get, uh, getting a new, uh, getting an update, and going on to the consoles by simply going, meh, meh, simple, 
I mean, I don't really care about the Counter Strike series. I mean, I like Team Fortress Two more so, more so the Counter Strike. And yeah, Team Fortress, the Team Fortress Classic was actually a mod for Counter Strike. Fair enough. It's it's great that it got it's kind of like lifestyle, uh, lifestyle from the beginning there. But it's really TF Two that really got me into uh, you know that really. Um, that really kind of like caught me because it ha- it had it had character development it had it had uh, obviously a great great system of how how the first person shooter worked for a multiplayer environment it was all class based obviously different classes had their own different different attributes and whatnot and uh, you know it just oozes with charm you know it's it's one of is you know one of the best first person shooters first-person shooter games I've ever played because it's not realistic. The characters are funny as hell, and uh, the gameplay, uh, the game types can be uh, uh, frantic, frantic and frustrating, but also fun and enjoyable at the same time. You know, uh, depending on how you play, play it and who you play it as well. If you play it with mates, it's fantastic. It's a fucking laugh. You know, but. Uh, yeah, with other first-person game, uh, first-person shooter games, or even third-person shooter games for that matter, I sometimes don't get that enjoyment because sometimes it's taken too seriously, or uh, um, you know, I just get like uh, buried into the moment, you know. But uh, no, with TF2, you can have a you can have a laugh with it. Whilst with games like Counter Strike, it's too fucking serious. Anyway, plus it's full of hacks. Um, moving on. Um, with uh, other gaming news, I think there was uh, there was another big thing that was hitting around. Ah, um, earlier this week, and I think it was this week, a Bungie employee made a citizen's arrest on on a gun wielding uh, kind of like uh, like felonner or whatever, and it's like <laughs> seriously, seriously, someone from Bungie was. Made a citizen's arrest. My God, the guy has balls. He's like, like absolute great big massive grapefruits. It's crazy, absolutely fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, it was um, quite impre- uh, kind of surprising how you know random things like that could just like pop out of nowhere. Um. Uh, what's that? Um, just trying to think of other other kind of like general gaming news that is coming. Oh, here's one. It's not gaming news, but it's basically related to gaming. Um, the big, the biggest, biggest asshole in kind of, and it's not, it's not um, uh, Uva Ball. No, it's the other biggest asshole in movie in. Movie to game adapt or game to movie adaptation uh, disaster. Uh, Paul W S Anderson um, has gone on to saying that he's got he's got his own theory on why games that ter- uh, movies that are uh, that are uh, adapted uh, are adapting games you know game storylines into movie format is. It it's just so it's just so um 
Christ, what's the word? Um, you know, hip, hypocritical for someone like that to just go around and just say, oh, this is why game movies suck. Even though, even though this guy writes the entire Resident Evil movie franchise and has completely lost the fucking plot with the past two. Afterlife and... Um... Um... What's what's the fourth one? Uh, I think the fourth one is Afterlife, but... Uh... Extinction. Extinction was the third one. That's the... That's when the shit really hit the floor. I mean... It, no, it didn't hit the fan. It hit the fucking floor. Because, frankly, you know, fine, he was just shitting this crap on the, our carpets. Um, with, with with the absolute, just mind-blowingly, just agon- agonizing, just stupidity from that movie series. It, it just, I mean, the first one was bad enough. I mean, it was like he was writing that and it's like, yeah. Yeah, that was totally Resident Evil. The only only thing that you got right was virus and zombies. That's all you got. Nothing about stars. Nothing about the, you know, nothing about Umbrella being kind of like, um, you know, a, a glory pound. Nothing about the head guy of fucking Umbrella. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. And this and this is the same guy who, um, um, I think he. At one point, he just didn't he didn't want to follow the game game franchise, and then in Afterlife, he does take stuff from the game franchise, particularly from number fucking five. Honestly, what a fucking hypocrite! Honestly, I don't. I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much, but goddamn, I really hate Paul under Paul W. S. Anderson. Paul Anderson is an absolute tool. So is Uwe Boll. They're both tools. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're in their own little world, especially. Paul Anderson, who's bloody, um, you know, who's, you know, um, um, in the jungle with fucking Mila Jovovich, you know, Jesus Christ, honestly, he, he, yeah, he can talk sometimes, he can really talk, ugh, anyway, another thing that kind of caught my eye as well is, um, Kirby Mass Attack for the DS, um, Pretty much the the last only big DS game that people are kind of like looking forward to in terms of like an action platformer, and I didn't hear a single thing about this game, and I'm actually intrigued and in going to pick it up, um, you know, because I've only played Kirby's Adventure, and uh, like um, um, on uh, or I I think it's called Kirby's Adventure on the NES, and uh, with that game, obviously, it was, it was definitely, um, you know, it was quite enjoyable and, and quite challenging in its own right as well. Um, and, of course, with Kirby's Mass Attack, it doesn't involve you in inhaling enemies, but what it is is, is, is to grow your, number if, uh, grow your number of Kirby's, because apparently you've been separated into many, many Kirby's now. And, of course, the more Kirby's you have on screen... Uh, you know, the more damage you can do to enemies, and obviously you can lift and push and whatever uh, bigger objects that you have with uh, the amount of numbers you have. And um, you know, it's quite intriguing that game. I I, I do look forward to actually try to pick up uh, pick it up uh, in the future, hopefully. Um, 
uh, other things uh, that kind of caught my eye. I'm, I'm trying to think what else. Because uh, oh yeah, I completely forgot to talk about this. Uh, and well, it's been it's been making global news uh, for a good while. The uh, recent over the weekend and through the week as well uh, has there has been a recent outburst of rioting in uh, major English cities, uh, particularly in London and Birmingham, um, or Manchester even. Uh, I think it's all three, actually. And particularly in London, where apparently this whole this whole rioting started when, in a peaceful protest at, at Westminster, went sour after someone got killed at it. And it's kind of... It's really, really, um, too. It's really too much to kind of like think that uh, they, you know, they, that people would want to riot over one little accident um, that happened at a protest. And what are they protesting about? They're protesting because they don't have like. Um, uh, they're protesting because there's a. Uh, too high a taxing, or they don't have jobs, there's not enough jobs, there's not this, that, and the next thing, and whatnot. Um, it could help if, I don't know, uh, you tried to do some education, to, uh, and if you do ha- actually have a very good ed- education, you have the chances to get those hi- you know, higher paid jobs that are harder to get, you know, uh, actually have proper effort to actually get those jobs, uh, or obviously the lower end lower class of the job scale, obviously you should be able to get as well, like going to fucking Tesco's or Marks and Spencer's or anything, any other kind of like small small place that you can get a job at for a very small pay. It's only small, but at least it's something. At least it's got to be something that will help you people. But nope, nope, they just want to fucking go out there and loot the shit out of everyone and Steal other people's thing, other people's hard-working stuff, like other people's hard-working kind of like uh, you know material goods. People that have earned that stuff, you know, just literally steal, steal, stealing from the working class. You know, they're not stealing from the first class. They're not stealing from the rich, uh, the rich and almighty. No, they're stealing from general, generally people. From their caliber, from their class, the working class, the you know the you know the people who obviously bust their balls day and night, day and night, just trying to live, and this is what you do to kind of like make a make a point is by rioting through through uh, big cities and stealing everything in sight, just because of one incident and the whole general uh, rendition that you. You personally can't get a job, or you can't get a job, or you can, you don't get enough money because uh, the tax man's taken away uh, so much so much of your money. Yeah, I kind of get that. I know how you feel, and I and I think a lot of people that I know will have the same kind of like um, kind of like a, a reaction to how 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 we like about uh, the tax man taking a lot of money from us. We know. But we live with it. It's society. It's organization. It's government. It's supposed to be point. It's supposed to be to that point. If we had no government, 
then we would be living in our old in our own pile of shite, pretty much. You know, if we didn't have organization or skill or whatever, we wouldn't be able to live as a society. Because this is what it is, a society. And when you try to just break away and try, try to break away this whole whole thing that everything... And you think that everything's just like a, um, you know, an absolute... Um, you, you know, everything's just just doesn't work for you and you just go apeshit... That's not helping the cause. Because you're not only going up against society, you're going up against government. And if you're going up against government and you're trying to take... And you put it in a way where you're wanting to be unlawful and you want want to cause... You know, you want to cause havoc and uh, mayhem. And obviously you want to... You know, you want to steal from, steal from the working class person that you yourself are a part of, then you're pretty much breaking the law and you're being a t- total fucking douchebag for it. So, really, I don't know why people are riot. Uh, I don't know why they would want to riot, for fuck's sake. It's not going to make things easy. Because if you riot, you're going to get into some serious shit. You know. Common sense, people. I mean, honestly, even if... Even a three-year-old would, uh, even a three-year-old would even understand, you know, um, you know, understand the concept that you shouldn't be breaking the law. And of course, writing is breaking the law. Even a three-year-old can understand that. But no, some fucking douchebags are out there constantly, you know. Kids who are aged between 12 and 16 are going into these riots and taking advantage of it. And they're not doing it because obviously they're they're obviously part of the working class because they can't find a job and whatnot. No, they're only taking it. Take they're only out there because they're taking a fucking advantage at it, and that is pissing me off. You know, I mean, come on. It's like what's wrong with people? Why did everyone just take their crazy pills all at once and then it collaborated into one crazy form mob and just gone out and just you know get high or something? I don't know. It really. It really takes the fucking, you know, ah, oh, it it really pisses me off. It really does. Um, you know, it's it it really just, oh god, uh, it, it's like I'm literally being slapped in the face by a haddock. You know, it's just like, uh, hey, how are you liking this? You know, being fucking slapped around. It, it it's it's mind-boggling, really. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys are. You know, have the 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 same adverse kind of like uh, you know viewpoint as I do. But frankly, this is this is kind of ser- this is serious shit. I mean, what would happen if this happened in the states? Dear God, it would be a mass mass kind of like uh, you know um, outrage, pretty much. I mean, come on, you, say, you expect riots to ha- happen in happening in the major cities around the United States, New York City, uh, Los Angeles. Um, um, Washington D.C., Texas, it's like, uh, you know, major major cities being attacked by random mobs, and everything just you know, everyone's just like stealing shit. That would be fucking mandatory. And god damn it, I mean, seriously, you need to. That's just that's just the stupidest thing you would ever want to do. Really, I mean, why would you want to do that? Unless you really, unless you have a, unless you wrote on your forehead, please arrest me, then. You know, you have no reason to be doing this because you would be an absolute stupid idiot to just think about doing 
something like that. Thinking about rioting in the streets and pillaging other people's um, belongings. Belongings of people who've worked hard and earned their stuff. Earned their living. Earned their place in this godforsaken planet. You know... I mean, we're all living on the same equal thing. Where we're on this planet, and we're doomed anyway because this planet has gone to shit. No, no questions asked. So really, people have no point into rioting at all. And that's what I'm gonna say with it. Anyway, uh, time for a musical request. Uh, well, not musical request, musical break even uh, to probably take us into Turbo Source Impressions, uh, which I'm still thinking on the, uh, on th- uh, something to th- think about. I think I did have s- uh, something that I wanted to talk about, um, uh, hopefully in a more lighter mood. Um, but I'll get back to you. Here is the theme for Dolphin Resort from uh, the Sonic Free Riders uh, official soundtrack, and I'll let you guys enjoy listening to this. Of course, it's never been hosted on the, the 24-hour stream, so, and this was requested by uh, um, uh, one of my email kind of like uh, listeners. So um, uh, enjoy enjoy this, and I'll see you on the other side for hopefully some Turbo Source impressions on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio.
You've tuned in to Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Did you have, and uh, yeah, you're probably wondering, where's Turbo Source Impressions? Where's the jingle? It's because I don't have anything. Yeah, my mind's gone blank. I've totally been unprepared. I mean, this week has been a very busy week for me, so I really haven't had any time to uh, really focus on something. Uh, that I could talk about on Turbo Source Impressions this week. So, you're going to get a couple of random things. Yay, random things! Huzzah! Um, but yeah, with... Um, uh, with... Uh, what was it? Uh, I, got, I got a question from a uh, listener from the show uh, who uh, wanted to you know, ask me something. And he was asking me, uh, how come last week's show has not been uploaded up onto the Sega Sonic Radio FTP. And the reason being is two things. And it's probably more so one than the other. One, the person who uploads them, which is me, didn't have enough time to put them up. The second reason is because I talked about this earlier in the show, where um, currently we have a, a server move going on right now, and I don't want to be uploading any any uh, kind of like shows onto the FTP until that's fully done, um, because if I because I have a worrying sus- uh, uh, suspicion that if I try to put up any shows onto the FTP now, it might go it might be lost when it, uh, when the server move happens. So I am not doing anything at all until uh, that is all sorted. Now. Um, uh, a couple of things that I also had uh, thought of as well is um, uh, what was it? I had something. I had something else on my. Uh, I had something else on my mind um, that uh, uh, thing, uh, thingy, thingy, thingy. Um. Oh yeah, Project Rainfall. Um, obviously, most of my U.S. listeners would probably know what Project Rainfall is all about. It's basically trying to get four, uh, four, four? Is it three? No, three um, uh, Japanese RPGs to get a Western release here uh, in uh, the U.S. Uh, one of them being Xenoblade Chronicles, which is gonna get a, a which is getting a U.K. release next week. Um, you know, for the Wii. And uh, it's going to be interesting how it's going to work here in in the UK because there was another game that came out that I've talked about on my show um, that's also got a Western release, uh, a Western translation uh, for the UK audience at least, and apparently that hasn't been put over into the States and I'm kind of wondering why? Why don't you do it, Nintendo? I mean, it's not so hard. I mean, all you have to do is take out all the other European shit and just take the English translation and put it into the US version. And all you have to do is print it onto NTSC discs. And there you go. I know I'm sounding a little weird there, but I have to emphasize my point here, where, you know, Nintendo have the 
back in the back in the money to actually put time into making a localized version for a UK audience. Why can't they put it into a US audience? I'm just saying. I'm and of course I'm ta- I'm also talking about another code R where that game needs to be played by a lot of people, especially in the states because if they liked you know, trace memory back on the DS, then they deserve, those same people who like that game deserve to play another Code R. If they have to call it trace memory R, I don't care. Just give it to them. Just give it to them and you'll get a little profit back. Plus, it gives even more reason for the for the, the now defunct development team, team Sing that much more recognition because people actually want to play their epic work. Their work is, in my eyes, very original and very innovating. They were probably the most innovative development studio for the past 10 years. And what happens? They get shafted and they got fucked over and they went bankrupt because people didn't believe in them and they didn't invest that much time into them. So that is really a shame. And people should be able to play their legendary, legendary designed games. I I see these games as complete gems in their field for years to come. Another Code, Another Code R, Last Window, and especially Hotel Dusk. Those games are the pinnacle of that studio's career. And those are the games that they will be remembered for. And it's surprising why they don't, you know, they're not, their games, their legacy is not getting fully shown in the US market. And I'm really, really pissed off at that. That's just one thing that I just wanted to talk about. But this is the same for Xenoblade Chronicles. If it doesn't succeed well here, if it doesn't succeed to Nintendo's expectations here in the UK, and particularly the European market, it won't, period get a release in the US. Which is a real, real, real nail in the coffin. When Nintendo are just hoping that people will actually pick up the game in the UK, what's to say if they don't? It'll still mean that people in the US would still want it. People in the US would still want to play their game. You know? You know, I mean, the the market share, you know, the kind of like market between the European... The European market and the US market is quite a su- significant number. Being that the US actually has a hell of a lot, peop- uh, a lot more people in just that one country alone, compared to the European Union, where the European Union is only about what a third, a third of the US market. I mean, come on, Nintendo, you gotta think log- geologically here. I mean. Europe's not that big. It's quite small and insignificant compared to fucking US. Honestly, I mean, even even a even a a first year uh, geology uh, geology uh, student would understand that easily enough. I mean, it's just fin- it, or not geology, geography. Geography uh, student would actually understand that. It's basic geography. I mean, Europe is quite a small section of the world compared to the United States. Hello? Hello, people? Ah. 
What am I? What am I doing? I'm I'm ranting to deaf ears here. So that's the common thing about my my show. Uh, my rants fall on deaf ears. Yeah, which has been uh, most of my week really. It's like uh, um, don't want to alarm people, but uh, when I, whenever I, whenever I get a customer who can't speak, um, you know, can't speak at all, and they're completely deaf and they only speak in sign language, I always feel awkward because. In my job, you have to talk to people to get to understand what they mean. If a person can't hear you and they can only communicate in sign language, you're pretty fucked. Yeah, uh, it's 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 kind of it's kind of a uh, a shallow shallow kind of like a situation for myself where I kind of feel you know. Um, I feel I feel distant or, or or I feel abandoned or something like that. I don't know. It's it 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 just feels weird. It just overall feels weird. Weird. Um, but nevertheless, um, moving on. Uh, people have been asking. Wait a sec. I have no idea. I'm saying 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 Adventure Island Zone Remix. Yes, I do have the Adventure Island Zone Remix because that was part of the True Blue album, I believe that was. Um, it was either the True Blue album, Volume 1 or Volume 2, or Part 1 or Part 2. I can't remember which one it is, but I do have one of the parts uh, available, and I do have the sound. Tr- uh, I do have the the track there. So I'm, I'll play that, obviously, uh, for tonight. Um... Uh, I think there was something else that I went that came came up in the gaming industry that I was really um, uh, intrigued to talk about and whatnot. Um, of course, this is like, this is kind of like what happened uh, the other week when I wanted to talk about the Resident Evil remakes, uh, not the Resident Evil remakes, the HD remakes of Four and Code Veronica X, and. Uh, I completely forgot about them, and I was talking about the achievements. The achievements, easy peasy, uh, except for Kovaranka X, which has you know achievements for the battle mode, which is balls. Uh, but um, other than that, easy peasy. Um, and I think I've already ranted about this already. But seriously, three can go fuck my ass. And it's like, <laughs> not literally, obviously, but you know. It can suck my balls, really. Um, um, and if you don't know what Seriously 3.0 is, Seriously 3.0 is the achievement for in uh, the recently released uh, uh, kind of like achievements list for Gears of War 3. And seriously, as an achievement, uh, like the achievement seriously, um, is a ball is a really really annoying achievement. The first one was annoying because it was the the requirements was getting ten thousand kills in ranked matches and online ranked matches. That's a hard feat, being that most of the most of the games that you play uh, on, you know, in the game, it can go either way, where you can get a ton of kills one game and no kills at all in the other, depending on what the map is and depending how how people know the map and how. People are using the fucking weapons and whatnot, but um, but no. Uh, the second game was a little bit easier, being that the achievement was to get 
I think it was 100,000 kills. I think it was 100,000 kills. But you could do it in any mode. So that's campaign versus horde. Um, and, uh, you know, any mode that was, that was available in, you know, in uh, Gears 3. Uh, Gears 2, sorry. And that made it easier because there was a section in Gears 2 where you can farm kills in the campaign very easily. Um, but no. Seriously 3.0 requires you to get a rank 100 in the game and get an Onyx medal for every commendation in the game. Gears 3 can suck my balls for giving an achievement that pissy that annoying that it really wants to pull, pull it to that it really wants to do that to me it really wants to do that to gamers to just recreational gamers to and this is just epic's way of saying hey we want people to keep playing this game for a very long time we want our servers to still be red hot after release. So what we do, we'll put in an achievement which requires you to do a hell of a lot of online time and also put in a system where we have to put in another kind of like requirement for this last achievement. That's pretty much what it is. And of course, we don't we're not going to forget that there's going to be extra DLC coming out as well. I mean, come on. Seriously? Seriously, Epic, I, I, do you have problems? Do you seriously think that... Are you seriously that paranoid that people will not play Gears 3 after they've gotten all the achievements? Yeah, they probably won't, but they might go back. I mean, so far from what I'm hearing with Gears 3, it's got a lot of replay value to it. You know, like Horde and... Um, uh, the uh, the reverse of Horde, uh, where you can be the Locust, and you can be different types of Locusts. Um, you know, uh, and of course the Versus mode, with their different map type, uh, like, uh, game types and maps, and di- you know, things like that. I mean, you didn't have to make an achievement like that! Honestly! Ugh. Seriously. Ugh. Epic, you're real dicks. Really, you are. You know, in terms of... In terms of trying to keep your audience hooked onto your game for months on end, you're being real dicks about it. Even Bungie didn't think of that. I mean, Bungie, for the lesser extent, they had an achievement which was only 10G that required you to get to, at the time the highest ranking that was available on the game, which was Lieutenant Colonel. And once you got to that ranking, you had to buy an item that was related to that rank that had to be unlocked. And then you got an achievement for it. That was the longest one, and possibly the last one that many people actually got before they introduced the DLC achievements. That's a little more, more forgiving. But no, you're asking people to get to 100 and get an Onyx ranking on every medal and every commendation? 
that's bullshit. At least, at least with Halo and Reach, they didn't require you to onyx every single fucking commendation. You'd be there for fucking years. You know, and that's not the whole point with, you know, Halo, Halo Reach. I mean, or Halo in general. It's just a fun online multiplayer. You don't need to be hammering in these achievements to make to encourage people to keep playing the multiplayer. No, you don't need to do that. You know. Anyway. Enough about that. Um I'm getting to well, I'm at the end of my lo- uh, end of my time uh, time slot anyway. Um so yeah, I'm going to play playing you off uh, uh, the requests for this evening, which uh quite a lot of kind of like small ones, but here we go anyway. Uh, first up, we've got Marble's, Marble Zone from uh, uh, Sonic 1, uh, the Mega Drive Genesis version, of course. Uh, then, someone oddly requested for some Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood uh, music and said something about like the intro and whatnot. I'm guessing that's the main theme. I'm probably not 100% sure, but... Um, I mean, we've got... Uh, it's probably not. Um, he he did said the opening. Um, what is it the uh, the what was it the opening video or something like that? And I don't think I got that on. Yeah, I don't think I have that on. Um, on. Um, oh Jesus. Um, on on file, uh, which it, it's kind of dis- kind of disappointing. It, it it was actually probably one of the better uh, music tracks that was available on the game, um, but uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Uh. Yeah, I think Battle 4 is obviously the be- best one out of the lot, um, in my personal opinion, so um, so we'll go with that. Battle 4 from uh, uh, from uh, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. I mean, I'm not a really big fan of the overall soundtrack of uh, um, Sonic Chronicles, Dark Brotherhood. It, it wasn't a really good soundtrack at all. Uh, even though it was done by Richard Jakes, it was just horribly coded for the DS. It was really bad. I mean, I've I've heard better. I've heard better music. I heard Sonic Rush is the best one on the DS for in, in terms of kind of like music and presentation. Hideki uh, Hideki Numa was an absolute fucking godsend for that game. You know. So anyway, um, then someone obviously was listening in to my kind of like talk about the Smurfs and being that they're blue and I'm probably going to be talking about them in the future more so, probably um, that um, we'd have the uh, Blue Spheres super, uh, special stage from Sonic 3 and Knuckles uh, or Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic 3 whatever, whichever you'd like to prefer, prefer it in uh, and lastly um Long-time listener of... Well, I wouldn't say long-time, but recent 
dedicated listener to the uh, to Turbo Drive Live, Voluptuous Spy, has requested um, Angel Island Zone Remix, uh, which was featured in uh, uh, the uh, uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl uh, game, of course. And of course, it was pronu- uh, done done up by uh, Junsen I, of course, of all people. So yeah, um, throw that into the request. So that's four four classic Sonic Sonic songs uh, for you to enjoy for the next eight, uh, nine minutes, ten minutes at least. So enjoy these tracks. I will see you next week, same time, same place, only only on Sega Sonic Radio, APM GMC, well APM UK time. Uh, don't forget, um, there are, hopefully, uh, weekend shows this week, uh, including uh, Radio Redux uh, on this Sunday at uh, some, 7 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, um, just keep on, keep on the lookout for all, all your favorite shows on Sega Sonic Radio by uh, checking them up um, on either the Sega Sonic Radio and Twitter page. I think we've got a Twitter page that some people use. Uh, I know Speednux uses it a lot, so for his show, uh, which is every Thursday, every Thursday night, that one. Um, but of course, I think um, the Realm of Awkward Banter will be later on tonight, so if you fancy listening to that, by all means, kick around. Um, and of course, do check out all the other shows in, on Sex on Radio as well. So, until next week, people, I, I've been Turbo. Enjoy your weekend, have a blast, and, uh, and peace out. <laughs> Alright, people, take care. Bye-bye.
sorry, people. Apparently, the, the last one of uh, uh, Angel Island Zone, the SS, SSBB remix, has pooped. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll try to find that again, actually. Uh, uh, that's uh, kind of annoying. Uh, where is it? Um, uh, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's odd. Sorry about that, people. <laughs> uh, live, live, uh, uh, thingies. Yeah, yeah, you really, you really don't like it at all. Anyway, sorry. Last song of the show, Angel Island Zone. As uh, uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl remix. Enjoy, and uh, again, see you next week. Well, no, bye bye. Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music.